0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper. I know you missed us. We were off on Tuesday. You had you didn't know what to do for your waiver wire. You didn't know who to pick for Thursday night. But don't worry, we are here to save the day. Once again, it's time for the Friday night breakdown, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for T Assist fantasy. fantasy. fantasy.
1: fantasy. fantasy.
0: It's, time for, time for. it's time for T assist fantasy. TSS Fantasy. You know the great thing about being a football player is you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. Better take a shower in night because it's Friday night and we're feeling all right. Let's get things started with the introductions. Welcome into the studio Justin Jesus Herrera. You know, I just took a shower.
2: I'm happy I took a shower after work. I'm ready to go, you know. Man, I'm excited. This is week nine. This is really the nitty-gritty. This is the playoff stretch. This is the best time because it's like this is when the best brains go to work because you're like looking at it you're like, all right, well, he's been good for me in the past. But will he be good for me in the future? And that's why you got TSS. That's why you're tuning in to us because we're going to tell you who the future plays are. Yeah,
0: this, this is that time too. I'm glad you brought that point up. You, you know, if you're in that contention time frame, start looking ahead, guys. You need to start looking at these matchups going forward. Um, it's not a well. I can get them next week. No, bro. You're in week nine. You need to start winning every week now. So let's get it on. All right. We'll start. Uh, obviously, paying the bills first. Go to tssfantasy.com. All of our latest and greatest rankings are up there. So make sure you go check that out. Also, Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to one hundred dollars. So, oh, I'm sorry for new customers. I got an email from Underdog the other day. My bad. They we will. Match that deposit up to five hundred dollars for new customers. Get out of here! Up so a grand. You can put a little grand down. Put five hundred down. We'll throw five hundred down. You got a grand to bet with. Use that promo code. TSS. How did I forget that, dummy? All right, don't forget. Also, Jazz Sportsbook use the promo code TSS. There, lots of great promos there. We're not going to match five hundred dollars on that one. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> Pro Am Belts. If you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. All right, let's get it started. We had a little bit now. Unfortunately, Brian is now not with us this evening. He had a little bit. Had some orthopedic orthopedic I I can't even speak orthopedic surgeries he had to do this evening he he told us and he said I'm sorry I wish I could be there but I do have some injury news Um, we can talk about first so i'll just kind of go through from what i know and justin um if you've heard anything also you can feel free to interrupt me um because i'm just reading off the sheet so i won't be able to see you so just feel free to interrupt as i go kyler murray right now they have him listed as questionable i haven't heard and if you've heard justin you just let me know if this guy's starting or not quite frankly i just don't know we've heard Um, possibly it could be the rookie QB. I I just don't know. Um, So again, one of those just keep looking um, for updates on this one. Tough game to bring him back to. So I, I I don't know. Um, Matt Stafford also still right now listed as questionable as well. Um, That could uh, hurt your Cooper cup and Puka Nakua, who's also um, questionable listed as questionable as well. So could be a little bit hurt going into that um, matchup for them. Daniel Jones, clear to play. So you will see Daniel Jones out there and Josh Allen also cleared. Deshaun Watson, although he's been clear all year, I, you know, not, well, not all year, but there's been times where he's been clear and just doesn't play. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Jerome Ford, also clear to play. Um, uh, DeMarcado, Amari DeMarcado, he's actually out this game. Um, so I was looking really you got Ingram and um, Tony Jones is the only starting running backs for the Cardinals. Again, it's a tough matchup. So it's not like I'm jumping out there to grab any of those guys. But you know, if you're in a pinch. And you need a starting running back. There are some out there, including if if Devin Singletary is out there. There's no Damian Pierce starting this weekend. So um, you do have someone else that you could pick up if you're needing someone to start in a pinch. Um, uh, Joe Mixon just came up with a chest injury. Questionable. He did practice Thursday and Friday. So they do expect him to play. Saquon Barkley has been questionable. So I think he should be good to go. Raheem Mostert's been cleared. Amari Cooper's been cleared. Curtis Sanders. Samuel is out. Josh Downs is questionable. Michael Wilson questionable. KJ Osborne is cleared to play. Um, Drake London is out. And I last I saw, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both questionable. And Darren Waller is officially out for that game. Is there anything else that I missed there, Justin? Feel free to uh, chime in there. But I think, I hope that I grab most of them. Anybody that big name that I might have missed?
2: Um, no, I think you, I think you got everybody. You got Justin Fields on there, right?
0: I don't, I didn't mention him, um, only because I, th- maybe and if I did, because I saw him on there, but I was like, I think he he's been questionable. And I just didn't think he'd even have a chance to start it. Are they talking about him maybe starting?
2: No, no, no. It looks like it's, it's probably a bump down to doubtful. But I just wanted to note that he did return to practice and is throwing again. So you kind of want to look at that as somebody who you might have to find a reason to take him off your IR slots in the next week or so.
0: Yeah, no, that's what kind of I wanted yeah. to throw out there. Yeah, no, that's perfect news. Um, something I wasn't even aware of, so that's perfect. Yeah, you need to be aware of that. Um, again, getting out of these week nine, like you got to get these guys available. Um, Justin Fields, although he wasn't gangbusters when he's out, um, you know, that defense isn't good, so that just means he's going to have to keep throwing and keep this Bears in any kind of game at all. Speaking of games, we had one last night, so let's talk about Thursday night football, which happened to be kind of what we thought it would be. Um, I literally said, I don't know who it was I talked about on the phone with, I literally said, this is going to be one of those boring-ass 2017 games I was so close, 20 to 16, Um, one of those games, but I kind of, because the the reason I even got to that conversation is because he was asking about Will Levis, and I almost described him, I didn't almost, I described him as a fantasy football joint, if you will, so you smoked him last week, and oh man, that was some good shit. But don't chase the dragon, because that doesn't mean that next week he's going to be gangbuster, especially some rookie QB, although the matchup looked okay um, going into it. And you saw what happened. 262, a pick. Derrick Henry had a decent night, though. Hello, welcome back. It's getting kind of cold, so you got to bring your big boys out. 17 carries, 75 yards, and a TD. Um, he also had three receptions for 27 yards as well. As far as the receivers go, very confusing Confusing for the Titans. Kyle Phillips um, was your lead guy. Four receptions, 68 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, four for 60. Um, Chig continues to struggle. Three for 28. I don't know, man. Talk about a, a tight end that everyone was hot on that just has not come to form at all. Kenny Pickett, very pedestrian night for him. One 60 with one TD, but according to... Uh, to, to the Watt guy, to Watt brother, the Watt brothers that he's got. Uh, what does he say? Moxie, I guess, if you will. Jalen Warren, 11 carries, just looks so much better than Najee, 88 yards, 16 carries, though, for Najee for 69 yards, and he got in for the TD as well. Um, and on the, he got two receptions. They were only for seven yards. Jalen Warren, three receptions for 25 yards, continues to look to be the better guy. Uh, but you know, Najee still a, a formidable force in the in that position. So until an injury or the coach say, "Hey, this is going to be our number one guy," this is kind of what you're going to expect to see out of that backfield. Seven receptions, 90 yards, and a TD for Deontay Johnson. By the way, what a great night for him, Justin. Any feedback from last night's uh, game?
2: Yeah, I was kind of mad that they didn't give Jalen Warren his <laughs> touchdown after he went, like, 40 yards all by himself. <laughs> I was over here like, and you take the man out. I was I was pissed because I was like, are they going to give Najee Harris a second touchdown here? And then it ended up working out because the fancy gods said, Najee Harris scoring two touchdowns? What do you think this is, 2020? And <laughs> they threw it to Don- Deontay Johnson and got him a touchdown. But I'll tell you what, uh, man – Talk about two teams that are absolutely going nowhere but somehow are still in it. I mean, Pittsburgh, I'll tell you what, if Pittsburgh gets into the playoffs, nobody cares about Pittsburgh. Not a <laughs> damn soul is worried Everybody's about Kenny Pickett going for 304 touchdowns and going buck wild on that ass. Nobody's worried about that. Will Levis on the other side, I was kind of excited to see what he was going to be about. He was just about what, you know, you probably thought he was going to be about. But I'll tell you this, Really interesting. Him being a passer and throwing for 274 kind of low key opened up the door for Derrick Henry because they actually had to account for the pass instead of having to deal with Ryan Tannehill and Willis, where you're like, oh my God, no way were you accounting for the pass with these guys? Like you said, Kyle Phillips, the leading receiver, that kind of just shows you that Will Levis doesn't have a bias towards one receiver. He's going to go whoever's open, which that's what you want in a quarterback, especially a young quarterback. You don't want him to rely on one guy. Even though DeAndre Hopkins is there, you want him to be able to go to different guys on the field. It's it's more or less a Titans thing. Titans just don't have the talent on the field to produce at a high level, but they're always going to be that team where you're like, you know what? Like Coop says, Every other week they're gonna surprise you man. They're gonna freaking put up that 30 burger against a good team. You're gonna be like, "What is this team? Like what are we doing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is we we uh the Dolphins end up playing the Titans this year too. And I'm 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 already like thinking to myself like, "God, it's gonna be that fucking game too," isn't it? <laughs> is it in Tennessee
2: out. or Miami?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah. No, I think it's in uh Miami actually. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, freaking guys. Anyway, all right. You know what? We got a lot more football to talk about. and some great games this weekend, too, man. Looking at the schedule, I'm excited. Let's get to the breakdown. Breakdown! Well, we get to start out in Germany. Get your wiener schnitzel out of your hand in the morning because we are going to get some football ready for you. The Dolphins, the America's team, goes over to Germany to face the Chiefs. By the way, I said it in the summer, and I'm going to say it again. The NFL, you fucking robbed America by taking this game. Out of here! Give the people of Germany bears, falcons. Okay, we're good here. We want dolphins and Chiefs. I wanted to go to Arrowhead and experience this. This is going to be a great game. All right, let me shut up. Dolphins against fantasy QBs. They are 27th. They are 18th against running backs. They are 22nd against receivers and 25th against tight ends. Chiefs, who fourth against QBs, seventh against running backs, seventh against receivers. Thirteenth versus tight ends. This Chiefs D has been under—I uh, mean, just really, really good. And I don't—I know, know people have talked about. Him. I was about to say, um, you know, nobody's really talking about. Him. People have been talking about them. They—they are the Chiefs D has been really, really good. Um, Justin, what say you? Give me some guys you like and don't like in this matchup.
2: Before we get there, I'm okay with them doing this in Germany. I just want to say this. Why did you pick November? We just got through October Fest. Who doesn't want to see Kyle Brandt oh, beer drinking man, contest? Man,
0: another great
2: point. Who doesn't want to see Jamie Erdahl in that little dress thing, fucking coming <laughs> with beers? Who doesn't want to see Shregs fucking eating a wiener, ho- wiener and fucking drinking some beer? Who doesn't want to see these things? Wow,
3: great. Because you point. know, Good
2: Morning Football is going to Germany for this. Why, why, why? Anyways, back to the main thing, the matchup. It's a great matchup. We're finally getting um, some good games in Europe. So maybe Europe will actually take interest in football. Um, Because they're trying to move the Jaguars there anyways. Let's get them interested, right? (laughs) But for this game, I am fucking loving everybody on that Dolphins offense. I am smashing the over on everybody on that Dolphins offense last week, everybody wants to say, Oh, it's just a fluke game. Everybody has one. The chiefs did not look right. And guess what? I don't think they're flying Taylor Swift in for this game. So (laughs) Travis Kelsey might be some trouble over there. I love it. How they always have that little graphic with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift in the same building (laughs) on his own. It, it, It literally is like, on his own means or something like that, like, left to his own, left to his own means, and you're just like, what? Like, what? We- everybody here knows he's a Hall of Fame tight end without Taylor Swift. What are we doing here? <laughs> but, I mean, you're starting everybody you would on the uh, chief side, Patrick Mahomes, you're going to start Isaiah Pacheco, you're going to start Travis Kelsey, sleeper start here, I think you're going to want to start Rishi Rice, cool. and... A real deep sleeper here. Marquez Valdez-Scantling has been getting some targets in the past couple of games. Put him out there. Who knows? Take the top off of the defense. Get that one bomb. We've seen it with Rashid Shahid. One bomb can lead to 15 points if it's deep enough. Would love to see that happen. On the other side, Tyreek Hill almost locked in revenge game here. This man might go for 50 points in one game. It might be the greatest game ever for a wide receiver. I, I, (laughs) he says it's not personal, but you know, it's just a little bit personal. You know, that's a lie. It's a little bit personal. Um, And then, you know, Jalen Waddle, I'm kind of, because I'm so high on Tyreek Hill, I'm locking him in as like a wide receiver, three flex range. I think he's still going to put up numbers. I just think you will be a little disappointed with him. Ricky Mostert locking him in. He has to really establish himself before Shane comes back and takes his job. And then freaking Tua, like I said, Tyreek, I think is going to go for a monster game. So who's going to be throwing him the ball? Tua Tagovailoa. Check him in as a QB one easily this week, probably top five.
0: I haven't been this nervous for a football game in quite a long time. I mean, and I heard a stat that I was like, nah, it was, I don't know where it was, but I was like, cause I wish I could credit whoever said it, but they are like the dolphins haven't beat a team with a winning record since september of last year it was when buffalo came in they won and the and i went and looked and they were totally right now did we we beat like the ravens who ended up being a winning team there was teams that we beat that ended up being winning teams but the time we played them they were not winning teams so that's pretty crazy stat i feel like the dolphins got to get over this hump all right we're going to talk about all that on sunday but fantasy wise I totally agree with you. I like everyone on everybody's side. There's nobody here. If I could start a lineman, I'd start him because he had a chance of scoring. this. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's get it. All right. Uh, Vikings at Falcons, uh, Vikings against fantasy QBs, They're 23rd. Against running backs, they're eighth. Against receivers, are twenty eighth. Tight ends, fourteenth. Against uh, the Falcons, twenty six. Against QBs, six. Against running back, sixteenth. Against receivers and seventeenth. Against tight ends, uh, give me some guys you like and don't like in this one.
2: Uh, so real quick, I just wanted to put this out here. Nicholas Price left us a comment: Rayshie oh. Rice or Tank Dell? Nicholas. I'm personally going with Rice this week. I do believe that Rice is going to have a good enough game. I'm predicting within 10 to 15-point range. Coop, what do you say?
0: <sighs> See, the problem I have with the Chiefs, it's almost like that. You just don't know which guy it's going to be. So it's almost like a crapshoot. The Bucks are actually not really good against receivers, I I think that the Texans last week kind of experimented a little, if you will, against a hapless Panthers team, decided, hey, let's try to run the football. It didn't work. So, And now with no Damian Pierce, not that he's been gangbusters, I just foresee them throwing the football a lot in this game, um, kind of see it going may hopefully kind of back and forth that way. Um, so for me, I would go Tank Dell um, only because, like I said, the Chiefs receivers – it's a crapshoot. But if if you end up hitting on Rishi Rice and he hits, then you're going to get a good payoff. But for me, it's just too much of a risk. I think Tink Dell's, I guess his floor, if you will, is a little safer for me um, going into the matchup, if I if, if I put it better that way.
2: I feel that. I feel that. I feel like definitely Dell is the more of a possession receiver while Rice definitely has a little bit more big play to him. I hear you there. Now let's uh, let's go on to that Falcons Vikings game. Boy, oh we! This got really weird, really fast. Kirk Cousins is gone. Desmond Ritter has been sat. Oh my god! Finally, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> um, and then I'll tell you this: I I said it on the Dynasty Hour show. This Jared Hall kid, don't let him creep up on you. He is he was sneaky good out of college. And I think that we could be seeing something here. He's getting an opportunity. Josh Dobbs is the backup. I mean, come on now. It was good in Arizona. It's a nice feel good story. But let's not forget that Josh Dobbs has never been anything prior to this season. It's not a Geno Smith story. Dude was literally, I think, a day three pick if that. Um, So I'm going to say this. I... I will put Jaron Hall in my DFS lineups. I am not bold enough to start him unless I have like nobody, but I'll put him in my DFS lineups because guess what? If he hits that motherfucker is going to save you a lot of money and put a lot of good players on your team. And then as far as the running backs go, Madison, He's been a hard pass this entire season for me. It's bit me a couple times. I don't think it's going to do it this week. Um, If they can't get this passing game going, then there's going to be definitely no run game. On the other side, B. John all day long. B. John all day long. He's not going to – I hope he doesn't have a headache, but I think that B. John is going to have an excellent game this week. Uh, No Drake London which means fire up Kyle Pitts because Tyler Heineke is actually a decent quarterback in this league. Unlike Desmond Ritter, who is a garbage quarterback in this league. Um, So fire up Kyle Pitts and with no London fire up somebody like a Johnny Smith, take a shot on somebody like a Mac Hollins. Matt, this is the game that Mac Hollins always does well in, you know, Coop knows all about Mac Hollins. He was in Miami. He had big games. People forget he had a three game stretch last year with Las Vegas where he was like a wide receiver 12. You know, he is a decent guy in spot plays. And this is the spottiest of the spot plays right here. So I would throw him out there. Let's see what happens, right? On the other side, you're starting Hawk for sure. I think at this point, you have to start Jordan Addison. He's shown too much talent. Um, even if he bites you, you, you know you just don't want to be on the receiving end of him being on your bench. KJ Osborne gladly sit him, and then anybody else who's like receiver for them probably gladly sit them too. They're not going to offer you more than ten points. KJ Osborne's gotten his opportunity and still hasn't put up like fourteen points. It is I don't think the entire season. So I'm going to say pass on that nonsense. Start the essential guys and on the Atlanta side. Experiment with a Jonu Smith. If you're in a deeper league, don't be afraid to throw Matt Collins out there.
0: Now, I love everything you said, and I love the Jonu Smith, Matt Collins. Love all that. Kyle Pitt's going to be great with no Drake London. Um, This secondary, Vikings secondary, has holes. Um, I mentioned how they have been great um, fantasy defense, and that's because they blitz a lot. Well, what happens when you blitz a lot? Well, you burn a lot too. Um, so uh, expect some couple big plays. I think. I think it's a good uh, good call by you. Um, and you know, sneakily, this Falcons D has been pretty good actually um, throughout the year. Now, I will say, however, look what a rookie QB did to them. Last week, so you never know. You might be right. This guy, this is his chance. He has a little juice come into this ball game. You got the weapons. Unfortunately, Justin Jefferson ain't back, but Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, very capable receivers um, to make a little noise with. So we'll see. It'd be an interesting matchup. Um, A lot more interesting than the next one. The Bears at the Saints. <laughs> the Bears against fantasy QBs. They are 29th against running backs. Are 25th against receivers. 18th against tight ends. 20th. Saints D lockdown tenth against QB fifth against running backs thirteenth against receivers and twelfth against tight ends. What is good? Am I? I'm sorry. I'm sitting here reading my paper. Let's say what's up. It's spicy, <laughs> her, girl. Nicholas, you are welcome, my brother. She want to know how's the Jamie? We got, <laughs> 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 got that clip queued <laughs> up. Oh my
2: god! I, I think I think he's still frauding his way through fucking the Raiders media at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Spicy wants to know if you're going to the Raiders game in Miami. I am be
0: definitely there. going. We will definitely. I'll reach out to you on F.E.S. We are definitely going. I'll definitely reach out to you. One hundred percent. We'll definitely hook up and uh, do some do some uh, Facebook, TikTok, enters, whatever the hell you call it nowadays. Uh, appreciate you checking in My dear, we always love you And uh good luck to your <laughs> Shout out to JP I gotta play that clip, that was great Hi, JP oh, goodness. <laughs> Anyway, so anybody Anybody in this Bear Saints matchup At least on a Bear side that you like
2: <laughs> Oh man, you said on the Bear side Shit <laughs> I don't like anybody on the Bear
0: side <laughs> I, got,
2: I gotta like DJ more Because he's my boy He's on tons of my team Um Honestly, like, it, he's he's the only one that has been foolproof through this entire thing. Tyson Badgett, you know, continues to find him. I love it. Um, Cole Komet, how the mighty have fallen. This guy had, like, a two-touchdown performance this year, was starting to look hot, and then Justin Fields goes down. Guess what? He forgot his number. <laughs> <Tyson> <laughs> magical, got your numbers, son. Um, I son. I want to talk about the Saints side because the Bears side is yeah, just there's not a, I'll, I'll I'll that's, why,
0: that's why I set it up so you could go through quickly on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously,
2: seriously. Saints uh, side, let's go. Fire up Derek Carr. He has been low been key low. good this year. I know he's been fucking terrible to look at, but you know, fantasy wise, he stacks the sheets up pretty nicely. Um, Alvin Kamara has been ridiculous this year. I mean, talk about a guy who was on pace for 100 targets, or not 100 targets, 100 receptions, and he's only played in four games this year. So he's on pace for 100 receptions minus the four games he was suspended. That's a crazy number. And then let's talk about Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. I have a sneaky feeling this is a Chris Olave get-right game. This has that written all over it. If we can't get Chris Olavi involved in this game, I don't know what game we're going to get him involved in because this is tailor made for getting this young receiver hot right before a stretch that they need to win 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 against divisional opponents. I love this play this week. I love Chris olave on DFS this week he's getting cheaper and cheaper as he gets worse and worse. this is a great breakout play and then at the tight end position taysom Hill I was just talking about take a shot on John U Smith take a shot on Mac Hollins. I took a shot on taysom Hill last week got 20 points. I love the play of Taysom Hill. He's finally getting the catches to go along with the rushes, and he throws the ball through the Swiss Army life, and Dennis Allen loves him. So I'm going to say go ahead, put Taysom Hill. When you're in a week where you need a flex, go ahead and throw Taysom Hill in there. He might surprise you.
0: In every best ball summer league draft thing we did, in every one of them, take a look. I got Taysom Hill sitting <laughs> I was like a just-in-case later on. There he is just sitting there waiting. Hey, Spicy, 1,000% we're going to collaborate. I will definitely reach out, find out what event, all that. I am uh, totally down. We're going to have a good old time down there in Miami celebrating your ass whooping. All right, let's go. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, <laughs> oh, god. Hey, at least we're not celebrating your Super Bowl win, right? Uh, Let's go to the Rams at the Packers. Um, Rams, they are ninth against QBs, ninth against running backs. They are 11th against receivers. They are 30th against tight ends. Hello, Luke Musgrave. 24th, the Packers are against QBs. They are also 24th against running backs. Eighth against receivers, and they are 15th against tight ends. What say you, my friend, guys you like and don't like?
2: Man, this is a this is a battle of two dysfunctional offenses. You know, Jordan Love is looking like a rookie uh, cuz he essentially is. And then on the other side, you got Brett Rippin. And it's a shame that we don't get to see this guy Stenson Bennett, who's won two uh, national championships. But I guess due to some sort of illness, I hope he gets better. He's going to be out for the season, so it's it's a rough matchup. This this might be the go grab a beer game of the week, um, <laughs> sponsored by Miller Light. Sponsor us, Miller Light. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'll tell you what, I, I think that this is uh, this is a game where you just go with. You go with the, the locked-in guys all the time. You're not taking Puka Nakua or Cooper Cup out of your lineup because you never know. They could just go buck wild. Um, Jordan Love, man, I've been struggling with starting this guy for a long time. Uh, every time I put him in, he puts like 10 to 15 points up, and I'm just like, why? Why why are you broken right now? You have a good coach. You have good weapons. Why are you broken really? but he seems to be uh Aaron Jones I can't trust him Coop I don't know about you I can't trust Aaron Jones this year and that's yeah. something I never thought I'd say I thought I could trust Aaron Jones to the moon with the situation he's in I can't trust him and I hate to say it but you're right about AJ Dillon I seem to be able to trust him a little bit more this season than a- Aaron Jones and it's it not just be- because of availability it's because of the play it's it's weird it's weird. Um, final ones, and then I'll kick it to you. Uh, Definitely going to um, not start Luke Musgrave, because even though the matchup's great, he has just not been involved in this offense. And then uh, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, I would probably put a low-end flex on both of those guys. You can't not trust Christian Watson at this point, because the talent is there, but you got to really temper back the expectations. If he's your wide receiver too, then you already know the mistakes you've made in fantasy football.
0: Yeah. I wanted to remind me on Tuesday, or maybe if I, if I don't say nothing to doc, let's talk, let's talk about Aaron Jones with doc. Cause I think that's really been his issue is I don't think he's been right from his injury, quite frankly. And I don't know when that's going to get right. Cause it's still been, quite a bit it's still taking him some time and this is starting to get aj Dillon season you know this is that time where i love to play aj Dillon. because it's getting colder he's the big boy and that's what you like to see so we'll see with this offense going forward but like you said you can't trust jordan love which makes the running game an issue because before you had aaron Rodgers, yeah of course you can run the football everyone's respects the passing game you don't know, respect it, like you. We talked about. I forgot what team we we're talking about earlier. Same exact thing. You don't respect Hopkins. the don't respect or the no, pass. the Titans, Titans. Titans. Yeah, same. Don't respect the pass, and you're not going to get the runoff. All right, we got a. Before we go on to Chuck Bass, our resident DJ, Mister Grapefruit, he got a super flex trade. He wants some thoughts on this one. Cam Akers, Kenny Pickett, Devo Samuel, or Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Nats, Kenneth Gainwell. His PPR start. Okay, so wait a minute. Super flex. So, all right, this is like <laughs> I'm a little, little confused. So the question is, so the you're getting Cam or you're giving Cam Akers, Kim, Kenny Pickett, Debo Samuel. I mean, for me, the Trevor Lawrence, Jordan, and Kenneth Gainwell side, I think wins this. Um, if, if that's me, what do you think?
2: Yeah, all day, and what takes it over for me is it's super flex, so the quarterback's most important piece of this puzzle. Trevor Lawrence is a thousand times better than Kenny Pickett. I would go with the Trevor Lawrence side in a heartbeat.
0: Absolutely, um, and he's young, and you know, look, all those great young receivers he's got around him, he's just gonna be good for quite a while. So, um, I love the other side of this the Trevor Lawrence Jordan Addison. Smash that trade button, my friend, if that's what you got coming in for you. All right, well, listen, it's Friday night, you know, we're out in the club, we're trying to feel all right, a drink on we got to get our resident DJ in the house, Chuck Bass. He's got some hits he wants to play for you guys to get in your
4: starting lineups. Let's check it out. All right, Kimo Sabbies, welcome back to Playing the Hits. Week 9, I'm your boy, DJ Chuck Bass. Back is still busted, just like our lineups, but that is okay. Now, Week 9, 13 backup quarterbacks are about to take the field. Add in seven more that are unworthy of being on a practice squad like Mac Jones, and you've got a party that even a raging alcoholic would not attend. We're going to highlight some of these schmucks and help you figure out if you need to run to the liquor store before the games. Now, up first on the countdown is Raiders quarterback Aiden O'Connell. Most people are going to say that anybody is a step up from Jimmy G, and most people would be out of their damn minds. O'Connell ranks 38th among 39 qualified quarterbacks in dropback EPA this season. Limited action, but still very bad. Jimmy G is being sat because an injury to him would keep the Raiders on the hook for his contract in 2024. This is a bad quarterback in a bad system. Josh Jacobs should be the only beneficiary. Now, middle track of the countdown this week is Cardinals quarterback Clayton Toon. Toon is a relatively unknown to anybody other than sick freaks. The Cardinals rookie takes over an offense already in free fall, going up against the number one ranked passing defense in Cleveland. Everyone on the Cardinals is a sit as the team is basically on a bye until Kyler Murray hopefully comes back in the next week. Now, rounding out the countdown at number one is Vikings rookie quarterback Jared Hall. What Hall may lack in experience, he will make up for by being asked to do more than any rookie quarterback this week. The Vikings have shown that they intend to make a playoff push, And with no run game to lean on, we very may well see the ball fly against the Falcons team in the Dome. Lack of pass rush from Atlanta combined with a beautiful safety net of pass catchers in Addison and Hawkinson means that we might have some luck this weekend with the Vikings. I'm Chuck Bass, and that's playing The Hits.
0: Ooh, a little ominous judge going on back there. We're missing Judge Jordan. He's on a little break. And he'll be back. Um, I figured I'd little do a little tease for his return right there. Thank you, Mister Grapefruit. We appreciate your questions. Um, keep them coming. Appreciate you. <laughs> Spicy says, "Damn hater." <laughs> Oh Chuck Bass playing the Jer- Yo, poor Jared. When I did that little uh, cartoon of him too, I felt so bad because he looked like a little chunky uh <laughs> little kid down the street or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get
2: in on the commander. It Doesn't help that he's got like the mustache of like a fucking 16-year-old
0: just you, <laughs> for fucking puberty. Like it's like a little feathered in there, too. <laughs> I was like, poor Aiden. It's like a little little old Aiden. All right, let's go. Commanders at the Patriots. Uh, Commanders defense, 31st against QBs. They're 14th against running backs, 31st against receivers, 21st against tight ends. Too bad they're not playing an offense. Uh, Patriots defense, they're 15th against QBs, 17th against running backs, 19th against receivers, and 11th versus tight ends. So give me guys you like and don't like.
2: Uh, Commanders versus Patriots. Can I take back that go-get-a-beer-of-the-week game? Because <laughs> uh, I think this this game is right up there with it, man. Shit. Um, you know, I'll tell you this, though. Patriots surprise me every once in a while. And I don't know if it's divisional games or what it is, but they always seem to play in those games. Uh, Sam Howell, I don't trust him to be amazing against the Bill Belichick offense. So I think my biggest thing is I think the Patriots defense is a major start this week. Um, As far as, you know, any offensive players, not starting Mac Jones. No, no, no. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, I'll put him in there because you drafted him so high. You got to kind of put him in there. Uh, Receiver-wise, so Devontae Parker, not Devontae Adams, Devontae Parker and um, Frick. It's, it's another Patriots wide
0: receiver. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's out, I think. So we got DeMario Douglas. Um, you know, Jesus, Kendrick Miss schuster they're playing. Huster, yep, he's playing. Kendrick Bourne's out.
2: Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne is the other one. Wow, I forgot about X-49er. He's been away for so long. <laughs>
0: oh, I, I, we'll it out I forgot together. him like sure.
2: I, I, all my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> 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 um, but I'll tell you this. I... I like this DeMario Douglas kid. I think he's got a lot of speed and he's mm. got a lot of talent. I think yeah. he can really bust out this week. Juju seems like he's going to be the possession guy, so possibly a 10 to 15 point week from Juju just off of sheer catches alone. Um, on the other side, the Commanders. Jahan Dotson, I think the Terry McLaren is going to get wrapped up with Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez is a damn good cover corner. Um, that's the only thing that Bill Belichick seems to be able to draft all those cover corners. So I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson as my wide receiver on that side. I don't want any part of Brian Robinson. This defense has been stout against rushers. And then um, Sam Howell, like I said, I don't think it's a good start this week to start Sam Howell. I think you're looking Ooh. at a guy who's going to be in the bottom like 20 of the – of the uh, quarterbacks this week and we only have like 28 so he's gonna be in that 20 or 28 range I Think he's gonna really have a massive disappointment after having such a great game against philly
0: yeah no um mark it down now demario douglas huge game for him coming up watching that dolphin game only person on that patriot side of the field that had any kind of juice that i was like ooh. Like note, like made me look up at him. Other than that, there's nothing over there. So, because what... he can
2: do it as a rusher, pat, or, a or exactly. a catcher, anything he can just get the ball in his hands and watch him go.
0: Right, and, I, and I'm and no, i a nobody sitting in Orlando, Florida. I'm sure Bill Belichick, one of the best coaches of all time, notices that too. So I'm pretty sure you're going to see DeMario does it with, a, with a lot of balls in his hands coming up this weekend. All right, Seahawks at the Ravens. This is a sneaky good game. I'm actually excited to watch this. Um, you know, but it's interesting not to get on a tangent real quick, but I was talking to my buddy. It's going to be fu- funny how I'm going to view – football this weekend because either i'm gonna have a great day watching football and it's gonna start right from moment or i'm just gonna have a real bad one because it's gonna start off right away seahawks at the ravens qb i you tell i'm nervous i'm still talking about that game seahawks they're 18th against qbs 15th against running backs they're 25th against receivers they're ninth against tight ends ravens numero uno against qbs 13th against running backs they are third against receivers, and fourth against tight ends. Boy, Ravens D looking stout. Who are you like in the matchup?
2: Um, you know what? I, I know exactly how you're feeling because the last three weeks, I've been more of a fantasy guy than I've been a real football guy because it's just hard to watch sometimes. But for this matchup, I like Kenneth Walker. On the Seattle side, I like me some JSN. Regardless of the status of Lockett and Metcalf. They have found a way to get JSN involved in the game plan in the past three weeks, and I love every second of it because I think he's the best pure caster or pass catcher on this team. So I think that JSN is a smart play, especially in DFS because he's 4,300 on DraftKings. Mark that down. That is cheap, 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 especially considering one of those guys might be out Um, it should be, it would be a good tight end matchup because last week we saw Trey McBride go off on these Ravens, but there's really no good tight ends in Seattle. So I'm just going to call that a wash. Then Gino, he's probably going to be joining Sam Howell in that 18 to like 20 range where I just, you like Gino as a person, you love the story, but as a fantasy quarterback, he's been a huge letdown this year. I'm just not going to. I'm gonna ride with whoever else I got on the team rather than Geno Smith. Flip side Ravens. I like Lamar in this game. That's a no-brainer. Um actually really like the Gus bus. I think that, you know, he's probably not gonna have a three touchdown performance this week, but I think he's definitely gonna be getting some yards. Um, Zay Flowers, this screams a Zay Flowers week because you need to score. You need to keep up with the other team. I think it's going to be a big Zay Flowers week as that slot receiver. And then Mark Andrews, loving Mark Andrews. Seattle is notorious for not being that great against tight ends. Mark Andrews could see another one of those two tight end or two touchdown weeks this week against the uh, Seattle Seahawks.
0: I think game script will dictate. Geno uh, will get that eighteen to twenty mark, and I'll, I'll say it. I said it before, and he did get in the end zone that game. I said it, but I think that was his only catch. He had like one reception or nineteen yards and a TD. But Jake Bobo, my friend, watch out! If Tyler Lockett and Metcalf don't go, get your Bobo out, because I, bro, listen. I sit and watch all these, all these games, and when you, when I'm sitting there watching Seahawks, I see that Jake Bobo almost every damn week pop up with some reception. He's doing something. So I'm telling you right now, if these two ain't playing, watch out for your Jake Bobo play. All right, Bucks at the Texans. The Bucks they're 19th against QBs, 3rd against running backs, 27th against receivers and 10th against tight ends. Texans are 7th against QBs, 21st against running backs, 2nd against receivers, 26th against tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like?
2: Um, big fan of Rashad White this week. Texans have been
0: terrible
2: against the running Mm -hmm. game. And I'll tell you what, Rashad White, you need to show up. You need to show up, you need to show out. You're getting an easy matchup here. I'm vouching for you. I think this is the first time I vouch for you all season long. Let's show up, let's show out, let's get it going. Um, Like Rashad White this week, Baker could take him or leave him every week. Um, On the other side, you like C.J. Stroud. The guy is just He's a phenomenal quarterback. He might not always put up the points, but I think that, you know, this is going to be a big bounce back. week. Last week was kind of like a, a really like look in the mirror and go, hey, do you want to be the success you were pre buy or do you want to be the failures everybody's expecting to be post-by? Like who do you want to be? And I think they got to really look in the mirror and go, Hey, we got to fucking get back to what we were doing before the buy. And that means getting everybody involved, getting tank Dell involved underneath going over the top with Nico Collins. And in some cases, finishing it off with Dalton Schultz or David Devin Singletary in the red zone. So I think that they get back to business in this game. And I do agree with you. I think tank Dell is going to be a good matchup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Dell gets close to like five, six catches, tops it off with maybe like 50 yards or so. The real thing is going to be if he gets in the end zone, then it's going to be a great day. If he doesn't, then it's going to be you know, maybe a normal day for him. Uh, Nico Collins, I love for him to get back to where he was before because Nico Collins, I traded that guy for a first-round pick. He was that fucking valuable at one point. So I think that it's going to be a decent day for him on the other side. Like me some Godwin, like me some Evans, um, Baker. I think he's gonna be good. I just can't start him. I never, I never have the the real moxie to start him. I don't have the balls to start him, Coop.
0: <laughs> All right. You know, it's funny because I have Evans, and it's funny. I, I'm actually nervous about this matchup, man. That's the one thing we talked about them, and we were laughing about it last year. The weird anomaly that what the Texans that were so um, bad against the run, and we just figured teams were just running on them. Um, and then what they were so good technically last year, also against receivers, and we thought that it was some weird anomaly. And I guess it's not because they really are good against receivers. Yeah. Um. So it it's interesting to me how this is going to play. Out. Um, I but I do, I you know, I like the tech a lot. A
2: lot of that is good
0: coaching. D'Amico oh, gets sure. the best out of all of his players, all for of sure. His no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, let's go. Uh, now listen, we need regardless of Miller Light, Bush Light, whatever. We need to have like a little, um, maybe sound effect or something because here's where I'd pop actually pop the top for our go get your beer the game. Uh, uh, go get your beer game of the week. There we go. Cardinals at the Browns. Oh my God. The Cardinals, 25th against QBs, 30th against running backs, 21st against receivers, 3rd against tight ends. Browns, 5th against QBs, 11th against running backs, 6th. Fever's number one against tight ends. I mean, I don't know what, what we can, you got nobody running the football on Arizona. I don't know who's going to QB. You know, I don't know what the hell to say on that side of the football, other than smash start Browns D and the rest, whatever, but is there anything else you got to add on that one?
2: (laughs) Um, If Deshaun Watson is back, I think Amari Cooper becomes a play. Uh, He hasn't been a play these past couple weeks. I think he becomes a play. Same with Njoku. On the other side, maybe, maybe. Trey McBride.
0: Maybe. maybe, maybe this guy he got to throw it to somebody. But man, if you got Browns D, by oh man, you're loving this. This is that that one week where you're really gonna pay off to have that defense. All right, watch, well, watch,
2: listen. watch Clayton go for like five touchdowns to make <laughs>
0: us look
1: like a complete jerks. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the way
0: it goes, it's it? crazy. All right, well, listen, we've given you some starters. Now it's time to give you some flexes. Bandy's here from 4th and Flex for your Flex Starts of the Week.
1: Welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Physical, physical, Welcome back to another episode of Bandy's Flex Starts of the week, let's hop on in, baby, starting off first, we got a guy coming straight off the practice squad, he knows the offense, he knows what to do, that is Daryl Henderson. Oh, Hendo is back doing his thing, and you can put him in your flex spot this week. Moving on to the next guy, kind of a little bit of a sleeper, we really thought this year was going to be a big year for him, it started off slow but it's slowly starting to ramp up. I'm talking about Jahan Dotson, a rookie last year in his sophomore season. This year, Jahan Dotson killing it with the route. Sam Howell's starting to figure it out. You can throw this guy in your flex spot with confidence. Moving on to the last guy on my list, a guy from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This guy is Rashad White. He's kind of been going uphill himself lately. Rashad White doing his thing can help you out in a pinch against the Texans uh, defense, which people are able to run on these guys. So throw Rashad White in your flex spot this week. Baby, listen, for more waiver wires, starts and sits, all that good stuff, check out the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: I've
0: been working on the flex starts of the week, and I had to throw the Homer up for his Homer Rashad White. I think he's like nail. I said Rashad White for the last like three weeks now. He's loving his Homer Bucks team. All right, let's go Colts at Panthers. Colts against fantasy QBs. They are 22nd against running backs. They're twenty eighth. receivers, 23rd tight ends, 24th Panthers against QB 17th running backs, 31st receivers. They are ninth and tight ends. They are 18th. What say you on this one?
2: The only ones I will say automatically lock them in is Jonathan Taylor and Josh Downs. Now, I, I know a lot of people like Zach Moss. I'm going to say that Zach Moss has a very nice flex. They obviously love to keep that whole two-headed monster thing going. But Jonathan Taylor had 95 yards off of 12 touches last week.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a
2: fucking animal. Mm-hmm. And he is going to get uncaged this week mm-hmm. against the worst defense, the worst rush defense in the <laughs> league. That's right. They surpassed the, the Denver Broncos who gave up 70 points practically all on the ground. So I'm going to say this. I love Jonathan Taylor this week. smash start. Josh Downs continues to prove that he is one of the better receivers out of this rookie class. Smash start. A little bit on the flexy side. Um, super flex. Gardner Minshew is not a bad option. Um, Michael Pittman. It's been a really rocky road for Michael Pittman. Really not showing up too much on the stat sheet. I like the guy. I think he's better than Alec Pierce at this point, so I put him as a flex. Maybe not the guy that you want representing your wide receivers, but you can put him as a flex. On the other side, um, Carolina. Tough. That's a tough fucking sell. Adam Thielen. And I'll go with Bryce Young because I've been surprised how good he's been, how good he's been these past couple weeks. I'll go with him as a as a super flex. But Adam Thielen. And you know what? I'll say this. Chuba Hubbard has really surprised me. He has taken that job from Miles Sanders, and I'm very happy about it because I didn't think Miles Sanders was going to do shit this year. But Chuba, Chuba, Chuba. Chuba, Chuba. Chuba. Um, other than that, I don't think the tight. I think I found out who the tight end. Remember, when we were looking about the tight end last week. Yeah, yeah. Tight end scored a touchdown last week. His name is Tommy Tremble.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Because they were talking about. I remember I had that on somewhere, and I heard them uh, talking about him too, or whatever. So yeah, that's right. I forgot we were trying. I forgot that was the team that we couldn't remember the tight end for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right, I watched
2: that game and I thought about us at that point. I was gonna text you,
1: and I was just
0: like, Oh, I, I missed my <laughs> That's funny. I wish you would have because I, I remember them talking about it, but it didn't register. That I guess, oh yeah, we totally forgot his name. That's hilarious. Um, all right, Giants at the Raiders. The Raiders Giants are 12th against QBs, 27th against running backs, 17th against receivers. They're 8th against tight ends. The Raiders, they're 14th against QBs, 29th against running backs, 5th against receivers, and 16th versus tight ends. What say you?
2: Well, Spicy, I hope you're still in the building because I'm going to talk a lot of good stuff about the Raiders right now. I love me some Josh Jacobs in this matchup. Love me some Devontae Adams in this matchup. Give me a little bit of Jacoby Myers in this matchup in that flexi spot. And if you tune in on Sunday, you'll know why I like the fantasy defense, the Raiders defense this week as my DFS spot. It is going to be a beautiful week to be a Raider fan. I know you guys get a very few amount of these weeks each year, but this is going to be a good week to be a Raider fan. You got Danny Dimes on the other side, who's thrown more interceptions than he's shit played games this year. Um, And then, you know, Saquon Barkley, you got to start him because you just can't afford not to start him, right? This guy is just a big game machine. Even in bad weeks, he has great games. And then Darren Waller's already out. So pass catchers really fucking suck. Um, Wandale Robinson was limited this week with a knee injury. That sucks. Nobody else really shows up for this team. It's gonna be a rough week to be a Giants fan. Sorry, Brian. I know that's not the analysis you wanted to hear, but uh, I hope the surgery is going well. <laughs> I hope you're not listening to TSS right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, get your surgeries done, bro. <laughs> I see, like Mad Max. Said, I hope you sign up for the Mad Max man. Like you know, he's he. We did sign up for him, and then he just kind of you know. Whimpered out a little bit, I think. So I, I don't know. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Max
2: Crosby, he's one of the best defense alignment in the league right now. I mean, listen, that guy is pure heart, pure determination, pure will. I wish that I wish that Nick Bosa was Max Crosby right now.
0: Well, I wish Nick Bosa
2: was Max Crosby right
0: now. Spicy Raider, uh, Spicy Raider, chick don't know that um, if she, I don't, I don't know what fantasy. It was a while, maybe a couple weeks back where you uh, called out for the Raiders D Um, and I have a really cool pick of Max Crosby with the little angel halo overhead. He's got the sign. You got to check that out. girl. Maybe I'll just send it to you. I got it somewhere. It's actually pretty cool. Um, Maybe some of your Raiders fans might like that one. Um, All right, let's get to a a game that uh, might have some significance later on. The Cowboys at the Eagles um cowboys they're third against qbs 12th against running backs fourth against receivers 27th against tight ends the eagles 29th against qbs they are numero uno against running backs but they are dead last against receivers and 19th versus tight ends so guys you like and don't like
2: um, yeah, so I'm going to probably choose to sit Tony Pollard, even though it's hard to do that. I think it's going to be a – it's a sit this week. I mean, you just said it. That defensive front seven is just nasty. Most importantly, that front four is just – man, they're terrible, and they eat up running backs all day long. C.D. Lamb, I'm playing him. A.J. Brown, I'm playing him. Dallas Goddard, I'm playing him. Devonta Smith. Guess what I'm about to say? I'm playing him. DeAndre Swift. Can you guess what I'm about to say? You playing him? I'm playing him. <laughs> the quarterbacks, both of them, I'm playing them. This is gonna this has the the fight that freaking Washington and the Eagles have written all over it. This is gonna be a high scoring affair. Divisional opponents always get after it. And I just can't wait to see. You know, these two guys, these two teams just really tear into each other. Because as a 49er fan who doesn't have to see his team suck this week, I'm always going, I'm like, oh, okay, somebody
1: lost. All right, let's do it. Let's do
2: it. I'm going to play the Jordan role this week. I'm going to be happy that somebody else lost,
3: <laughs> even though my
2: team didn't win.
0: <laughs> That's too funny. Um so spicy if you're still with us I went to look while we're on I don't have the Max cra- but I do have the uh your boy Michael Mayer the tight end I have his little fantasy Jesus um Oh <laughs> <laughs> ah! looking all holy as hell All righty let's get let's moving on here to the Bills at the Bengals um this is gonna be a really interesting matchup for sure the bills thanks for tuning in spicy yeah no we appreciate you thank you so much absolutely 1000 um Bills, they're second against QBs, 19th versus running backs, receivers, 10th, tight ends, fifth. Uh, Bengals, 16th versus QBs, 23rd versus running backs, 12th versus receivers. They're dead last against tight ends. What do you say? Guys like and don't like. And Spicy, we will see you in Miami. Can't wait.
2: Dalton, Ken, Cade, lock it in. This guy is just picking up steam. Last week, George Kittle was eating the Bengals alive. I love this play this week, Dalton Kincaid. Um, you know, you start the regulars, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, at running back, I'm not touching James Cook. I, he just doesn't have the touchdown upside for me. It's just that's that simple, you know. it's If he's not giving me massive yards or tight TDs, there's really no point to him. He just becomes – you know, he becomes Miles Sanders when he had that zero touchdown year where you're just like disappointed each and every week. So for me, I'm just I'm sitting him out. I'm I'm just cutting it off. Let him sit on the bench, let him learn his
1: lesson.
2: <laughs> like sitting on my fantasy bench can make it learn his lesson. But I like to think that I'm a tough coach on my fantasy players, and my fantasy roster. On the other side, I don't like mixing. Um mm-hmm. I like Jamar Chase. I don't like Higgins. Higgins has been such a massive disappointment this entire freaking season. Do you know how many times Higgins has finished in the top 36?
0: Jason? I'm going to say zero. <laughs> twice. Twice. I'm surprised that's even happened. Twice. Twice.
2: I mean, come on, top 36. This man had a, I think it was like a wide receiver four week, and then he just did not show up the rest of the season. He's like, where'd you go? Uh, it's, it's just not looking good for him as far as getting that second contract. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Joe Burrow, 100%, as long as him and Jamar Chase are on the field, I think that they have a big um, opportunity to max out each other's scores. But uh, as far as other Bengals, yeah, I just can't buy into it. I mean, Mixon was good last week, but I just don't know if I can buy into it long-term knowing his stats this year. It's been, it's been pretty pitiful as well.
0: I actually disagree with you. I think Joe Mixon has a good game um, here. The Achilles heel, of this Buffalo defense has definitely been the running game. Um, no doubt about it. I've been played witness to it um, week by week. So um, I think Joe Mixon could be in line for a good game um, this week. I was even going to say uh, I wasn't going to call out his six TD game that he had before, but I think he's going to have one of those top five performances this week against this Buffalo Bills team, but only because I think this is where this game goes to where this high out, high fly in shootout where I just think that um, the Bengals, Um, will win because of the fact that the Bills struggle against the run game. That's just a fact, and they have injuries right now as well. Um, so I like Joe Mixon in this one, and Josh Allen's been kind of helter skelter, but this Bengals defense hasn't been that great neither, although they've played great as of late. Um, so this does have the recipe uh, for some good fantasy matchups in this one, but again. I do like me some Joe Mixon this week. All right, Josh has got a comment here. Um, he just made the trade in a 20-team. Jesus. Ooh. PPR, 20 damn teams. Oh, my God. All right, so he traded away Rondell Moore, Jacoby Myers for DJ Moore. So his roster is Lamar, JT, Aaron Jones, Tyreek. Oh, I like that. I'm, just, I'm in a 20-person league. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I mean, so he's asking if it's a good trade. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, you know, the way Jacoby Myers has played this season, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. This is kind of tough, but DJ Moore, you know, if you just look at it as a whole. Rondell Moore is whatever. Who gives a shit? That's like you know whatever. You can just drop him. Um, who really cares? But it's really Jacoby Myers for DJ Moore is really what you're looking at here. So um, you know for picking, uh, if you're picking up DJ Moore, you're upgrading your receiver spot. But Jacoby Myers has played really good this season, so I think it's really kind of tit for tat, um, quite frankly. Um, but like I said, Rondell Moore is just kind of I don't know even know why that's even involved because that's just kind of garbage. Um, quite frankly. So what do you think, Justin?
2: So I'll disagree with you on this. I think Rondale Moore has more value when Kyler Murray gets back, um, which is hopefully in a week or so. But I will say this, trading two complementary pieces for an alpha receiver, that's a win in my book. I like the DJ Moore part of this. Now you got Christian Kirk, you got Tyreek Hill, you got two alpha receivers, and you got Christian Kirk. I think your roster is looking good.
0: Yeah, his roster is solid. I mean, hell, that's – you got Jonathan Taylor starting to hit his stride. Um, You know, Aaron Jones, he will eventually get healthy. That's why I want to talk to Doc about him. Um, So, you know, hey, I love this squad, though, and especially in a 20-team league. Um, All right, let's finish it up with the Chargers at the Suck ass jets <laughs> <laughs> defense is 32nd against QBs they're 20th against running backs. They're 30th against receivers and 22nd against tight ends. The jets eighth against QBs 22nd against running backs first against receivers and 29th against tight ends guys you like and don't like. Oh man. So, this is going to be a wild one because he was
2: my MVP of the season, but I don't like Justin Herbert in this game. Um, and here's my reasoning. Eight. That is the number of interceptions that the Jets have done, taken away this year. Two of them against Patrick Mahomes. Game. Three of them against freaking Josh Allen, and three of them against Jalen Hurts. This team has thrived in the biggest moments against the best quarterbacks. None of these quarterbacks have had as big of a hit as when they played the Jets. Justin Herbert is a risk taker, a lot like Josh Allen, a lot like Patrick Mahomes. I think that this is a game where he's going to get eaten up a little bit with the interception bug. And listen, I've seen it before. He's had games where he's had four touchdowns, three interceptions, 300 yards. He still comes out with 27 points. I just think most of the time when you have three interceptions and you're not a running quarterback, you tend to come out with less than 20 points and you tend to not have a great game. I don't think he's going to have an amazing game this week. You're still starting him because he's probably the best quarterback on your team, but I would just precaution who else you put in there because you might want to get a high upside guy with him in there. Um, Austin Eckler, love the matchup there. Jets. The Achilles heel of the Jets has been the rush defense. Not a good rush defense. Uh, Receivers, Sauce Gardner, he is sticky, man. He is really sticky, and he gets on it. And Keenan Allen is not a great speed guy. So I think Sauce is going to be able to mess with him a little bit, maybe take down his numbers. Another guy you're not not starting, but just temper back the expectations. Um, Gerald Everett. I think that this is a sneaky play right here. Two touchdowns in his last two appearances. He's kind of taken up that role, the big play guy in the red zone. And the Jets are not very good against tight ends this year. I think it's a really, really sneaky play. No, nah, I like As far that. as Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston, I'll take Josh Palmer if he's healthy. Quentin Johnston, that's your – I wouldn't do it, but – if you have to, I understand um, it's a decent flex play, but I just don't think that he's shown enough against a good defense to make me want to put him out there against probably the best defense against receivers. On the other hand, no Zach Wilson. Brees Hall to the moon. Garrett Wilson will find some way to catch one of the over here thrown passes by Zach Wilson and um, <laughs> Tyler Conklin, Alan Lazard. Absolutely not this week. Don't get cute with it. Just play your studs if you're a Jets uh if you're a guy who has a Jets player on your team.
0: I you know what? Uh, well, you know, it hurts for me to say say this, but I would uh I like Brees Hall this week. I think yeah, this will be a good week for Brees Hall. Although, I, I don't agree. I think Herbert's going to light these motherfuckers up, which I hope so anyway. Speaking of lighting up, it's Friday night. It's time to close things out. And it's time for some fantasies from our girl Nikki Giss from the Blonde Blitz. Let's check it out.
3: What's up, everybody? It's Nikki from The Blonde Book, and here are my week nine fantasy loves. This week, I've got a crush on one of the hottest fantasy quarterbacks in the league, Dak Prescott. Oh. I know that's weird coming from a Giants fan, but Dak Prescott is poised to have a really good week going up against this Eagles defense that just loves to give up the big plays in the passing game. I'm infatuated with Gus Edwards. Oh. Last week, he scored 24 points in PPR leagues, and the Ravens' rushing attack seems to be finding their groove. Lucky for them, they're getting a Seattle Seahawks defense that's giving up double-digit points to opposing running backs for the past few weeks.
4: That's what she said.
3: But this week, my heart belongs to... DeAndre Hopkins, he absolutely torched the Falcons for 128 yards and three TDs last week. Yeah, most of that is down to his chemistry with Will Levis and as we all know, chemistry is everything. But they're going up against a Steelers defense that is giving up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. It looks like DeAndre Hopkins still got it. Hey! Aren't you to be famous. <laughs> That's all for week nine. Good luck, everybody, and I will see you in week ten. You're a winner, baby.
0: All righty. Well, those are our that should have been a Thursday night fantasy, though, Nikki. Like, come on, bro. Um, well, we appreciate you. Um, go follow Blonde Blitz and all their great stuff on here on Wednesday nights on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Stick and stay here Sunday morning. Wake up with us, and we got a big lineup all Sunday morning long. But you can wake up early with us. We got um lots of, in fact, we're gonna have a new Um, betting expert in Ariel from, um, well, she's from TikTok fame, I guess, if you will. So she's going to be on now uh, doing our betting hits. You definitely want to make sure you check her out. Um, And also we'll be having lots of great stuff. Including Fantasy Jesus and all the other great stuff. I can't, I can't. I, I shouldn't even have went there. All right. Time to get out of here before I get in even more trouble. We appreciate you and we are. <laughs>